And whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. Cool. Okay, so you just uh, been spending some time with Glef and Gemma. And after defeating or watching the designer escape as you almost killed him, you then sort of hung out with them for a little while, explored the house, placed some traps. Uh, the house that they say they pieced together from bits that randomly fell through this portal nearby. After placing the traps, you went to sleep, you woke up, you went with Glef and Gemma to check out the rift or the portal. And then a little thing plopped down. I think it was a necklace that randomly appeared that uh, Asker put on, right? And then yeah. you guys went with Glef and Gemma to find their runaway friends, the, the kids that have also run away, but more successfully than Glef and Gemma, who are still in the process. And you, you sort of met up with them in this snowy ravine, and you realized that it was below the place where you crossed the bridge with the wolves, and they didn't speak uh, common to you, but Glef and Gemma acted as translators. And they said they've been in the process of trying to raid the facility that you guys arrived in and escaped from a couple of days ago. And you tried to convince them to help you raid the workshop instead, where the designer and her are from. On your way to do that, she arrived and a battle ensued at the same house where you set all the traps. You actually killed her as opposed to the designer who ran away. And you put her head on a spike then you looked through the portal one more time and you saw an enormous creature sort of floating through space and a tall ship floating through space in pursuit seemingly of this large creature and that is where we left off what would you guys like to do glef says to Gemma, oh my goodness that thing was huge Gemma says yeah it was well hmm. ooh, ooh. I know. Should we? Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll just go and talk to, to, to them. So I just kind of do like a little sort of thing. So the kids down here. Like, should, should we sort of, should they stay here and sort of keep a lookout? And then one of them can kind of run and tell us when he comes through the portal. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. I forgot to mention. I think Sean, with a really high perception check, noticed a figure standing over by the portal as you guys walked past the house, the sort of really nice suburban house. And he saw it out of the corner of his eye and went over to investigate. And that's when you saw the large creature, I believe. Yeah. Cool. Well, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I don't think that we should care about it. Maybe let's just, let's just, just go he's, he's a powerful dude, though. You noticed last time. And she was really, you know, she almost killed us. I'm just, I, I'm just worried. Like, if he is going to be the last big threat around here, we just feel mm -hmm. good, you know, where he is, because I don't want him to just wander up behind us when we are fighting something else. But yeah, fuck it, let's go. Hey, he's just gonna take the kid. I mean, what, what the kid gonna do? What do you mean, take the kid? Well, no, I mean, leave someone to to as a lookout. They're not going to stand oh, right next like, to. Okay, yeah, in the bushes, kind of type, yeah. Yeah, you could like sit there and, and uh, keep an eye on yeah, the rift. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. So, where do we go now, guys? Well, we have a great, we have a very, very important mission for you. Oh, do you? <laughs> so, yeah. See, when the designer comes back out of the rift. We need to know, but we got to go up and make sure that he's also not up at the workshop, right? 
So we're going to go out there and check out the workshop and look for him. And you guys, you can stay here and hide. And if he comes out of the rift, come find us and warn us and we'll deal with him. Yeah? Make a persuasion check with advantage. Oh, dear. Ooh, uh, you did perception. You need to do persuasion. Oh, shit. Sorry. That was oh, very yeah, that's Swedish. Oi. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's plus six. That's plus six. Uh, with Whoa. a ten, the Glef and Gemma say, Oh, uh, okay. And they look visibly scared at the thought of, you know, being at the designer's mercy. So they suggest... What what if we were to watch the rift from uh, the the house in the in the bushes? We can see it from there, and we'll come run and let you know if he comes out. Yeah, I mean, if you're sure you can see the rift from there, then that's fine. Um, well, you remember that it was Sean. Uh, sorry, Schmogus Borden that drew your attention to a figure at the rift from roughly the house, so you're aware that it's possible. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. the most okay. important thing is that you guys are safe after all. Oh, thanks, mister. <laughs> but no messing around, no no sleeping, no nodding, no no nodding on the job. You've got to keep your eyes open. You, as you say that, you notice Glef has made a snowball and is in the process of throwing it at Gemma and then... To, oh, oh, okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> okay. okay, cool. All right, we'll go find hiding spots. Bye. And then they just run okay. off. What was Sweet. that? Sweet. All right. So let's let's head up uh, up north then, yo, shall we? Yeah. You know, should we threaten them in if they did? Say that again. I was gonna say, should we have threatened them with violence? They didn't <laughs> do it, but it's too late. Um, you start out dark today, Roman. Yeah. I like the new Sean. <laughs> you're like, you're like. 25% more swashbuckling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, sweet. Um, time for a map transition. All right, you should see like a yeah. black square. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. As you walk towards the village, you start to notice something unusual. And that is that the snow that used to be very thick on the ground, basically a tundra-like environment, or at least an Antarctica-like environment, seems to be melting the closer you get to the village. And it all seems to be melting into a river. And it starts to feel warmer as you get closer as well. And nice. everybody can make a perception check Okay, we've got a four so far. And then another... Wow. A nine. Oh wow, you already did them. Uh, so a seven from Aska, a four from Milksteak, and a nine from Schmogsborden. So you notice very little. It just seems like a town, pretty quiet at this point. Nothing really to write home about. Um, and you can continue into the down the pathway into the center of town if you would like. You see uh, I, I like that. You oh, see a, I love you, that as well. you hear as you get closer some chanting that sounds like "Ring around the rosy." Ring around the rosy. And that's what you hear. It sounds like children singing. And wooden boardwalks. 
Go on. I, I want to try and sneak around the corner, like stealthily, to see if we can find the source of this okay. singing. Give me a stealth check. Okay. Oh, 15 stealth okay you feel like your presence hasn't been remarked upon however uh milksteak immediately bumps into the back of you not knowing that you were going to stealth and makes a quite a cluttering noise and you see a bunch of intians very similar similar to Gemma and glef turn to look at you and say oh uh, hello and they all start to look a bit furtive and staring at each other as if to say oh we weren't doing anything what uh what's what's going on Hello there. How are, how, how are you fellas doing? Came to rescue. Oh, came, oh, came. really? We're doing we great. Yeah. We were just celebrating. Uh, I mean, we weren't celebrating. Everything was uh, normal. So you're here to rescue who, sorry? Yeah, we're here to rescue from the, the designer. Oh, oh, actually. Uh, make uh, Make an insight check. You all can do that. Oh, damn it. Am I rolling? It's not. Wow. Seven, I'm not on a roll, is it? Seven inside from Asker, 10 from hey. Schwarzbord, and then a 21 nice. from Milksteak. Milksteak, you notice that they are kind of filled with a youthful exuberance, but they're not sure if they can trust you. Like, they want to tell you a secret, but they're not sure if they can. Uh, did we pick you up any... <laughs> yeah, that... That's what people you can okay. trust say. <laughs> <laughs> we can just tell them. We can tell them the story of, of how we saved their friends. Oh, yeah. okay. Problem. I mean, I'm I'm still wearing the the armor of of, of that witch. Oh, okay. And I think he, you have a sword, so you can you know just show the blood on our. Okay. In that case, uh, give me a sample, uh, Smorgasbordin, of how that story goes, and milksteak. Give me an example of how you stand posing with the uh, corpse armor, and I'll get you to do a check afterwards. I'm just, just going to do like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call that a bit like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, bro, you should, you should do karate across the stage. <laughs> exactly, exactly like that. Um, um, yeah, hit me. Cat, I I will say we 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 kind of came across the designer and we uh, we saved your friends. Uh, we didn't beat them up and put them in a bush. We did not do that. So no matter what rumor you hear, we did not beat them up and put them in a bush. Um, did not. Uh, what we actually did was we turned into about eighteen jaguars. Were they that you turned into? Panthers, bro. Panthers, panthers. We we turned into eighteen panthers and surrounded the the, the designer's wife. Um, uh, and we defeated her and we caused the designer to run away uh, and now we're on a mission to uh, defeat the designer and save your kind oh wow okay so that was very detailed so basically Milkstake's performance with the whole posing thing with the armor you see their eyes widen as they notice the armor and recognize it that gives you advantage on your check um, so you can roll persuasion with advantage Oh, okay. So with a 14 persuasion, you notice their eyes go from you and your story to the armor and they say, Hooray! We're saved! So wait, well, hold on. You killed her. That's the armor. But what happened to the designer? He got away. 
He ran away like a little coward. So we're looking for him. You see, they all Finish do a, the job. They all do a slightly smaller version of the yay. Yay! Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Well, if if you're still looking to get him, then we'll uh, we'll 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 help you. Uh, but we're gonna also hide. But we'll hide while trying to help you. What what do you need? Do you have any gadgets that would help us defeat the the evil designer? What's a what's a gadget? Like stuff that you make in your sweatshop. Oh, oh, we make all kinds of stuff. Are you with uh, Galahad? Uh, who's Galahad? Oh, he he looks like us. He came through earlier looking for something that we make or that we have, and we sent him down there to the windmill. And you can see this little town is quite a cute little village, and it culminates in a windmill down the bottom, or the southern end. And you can see that it goes over these little rivers and there's a little central fountain and these little huts. It's very sweet. Um, and yeah, you notice a windmill down the bottom end. Oh, what was he looking for? He said he was looking for a shipment or a prototype that was said to be with us or the designer or her. We just sent him down there to go check it out. Go and check this uh, check this out as well. Okay, mm. it's just down there. Do you want us to help you? Yeah, please. Okay. Yeah, also, so... do, you, do you do you guys know the the, the other fellas who who left here and? Oh, you mean Gemma and Glef? Yeah, and uh, and, yeah. and and all the other dudes. I don't know all their names. Oh, and so they, we they met make... a whole bunch of them in a camp. They make a series of clicking noises and they count off with their fingers to each other as if they're trying to remember the people you're talking about. And then one of them says, who has the best uh, common, the least strong accent, says, Oh yeah, Gemma and Glef were saying they've been planning an escape for weeks now, but we didn't think they would make it. We thought the designer would get them and they'd be back here. But it's been a while now and we haven't seen them or her. And they point to the armor and laugh a little bit. Or the designer. So this is... <laughs> This is great. We're very. Where, where is Gemma and Clef? Why didn't they come with you? Well, they're they're they're, they're back at the, uh, the house to keep track of uh, if he comes back there. Oh, so. they built it, really? Yeah. Oh wow! They all look at each other. Wow, wow. Oh yeah, wow. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and then you see they just start running southwards as a big messy group of like young Indians. And if you guys want to move your icons down to the where all the kid Indians are, then they point at the windmill and say, uh, he should be in there. Oh, so uh, what was his name? Caspian? G Galahad. Galahad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Cool. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, go, let's go find him. Let's go and I'll see what he's looking for. Because if someone is looking for it, I might want it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think Galahad sounds suspicious. So mm. you walk in Galahad. and you see... Made up name. <laughs> yeah, what name? <laughs> it's a made up name. <laughs> you walk I don't in trust this guy. and you see this tall Intian that looks like he's wearing like robes like you've seen every other Intian wear. But these have little red 
lines around the edges of his robe that make him look a little fancier. And he turns towards you nervously and says, Who? Who are you? What are you doing here? It's the tone, bro. Who are you and what are you doing here, if I may ask? Who I am is of no one's concern but my own. Maybe not even my own. I, I'm doing business. Are you employees? Of sorts. Employees. We're employed by uh, by uh, destiny, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> make a make a religion check. I just want to see how that goes. Um, I'll move you guys in, even though it's a small space. I'd recommend zooming this map into about 120. Oh, wow. Finally, a good roll on the random religion check on the phrase employed by destiny. Okay, with the 20 religion check, he says, Oh, you think the weave of fate has brought you here? Who, who did you consult? Which oracle? Uh, oh, oh, only the the best ones. Oh, <laughs> we, we don't I pass see. the names. You must have traveled far to find them. Uh, I recommend again. You're gonna have to zoom friend. this map in a lot. Um, go on, ask it. Uh, no, yeah, no, I just said and wide, as in far and wide. <laughs> uh, um. I, uh, I uh, listen. I I would love to talk more about the. The will of fate. It's actually a personal interest of mine, but I'm in the middle of something very <laughs> important. I need to get this back. Uh, it, it's none of your concern, but uh, why, why are you But here? it is. We, we was brought to your doorstep on this very day at this very moment. How can that not be destiny? So tell us, sir, what is your woes and we might aid you. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps, I'm enjoying this. Perhaps you are right, but I am not at liberty to share with just anyone. Are you... And he holds one hand over his eye. Then I'll, 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 I'll mirror him, but the other one, as he were. So I'll be doing the right. I'm not doing my right as well. And he turns to the other two. He sort of nods at Asger and then looks at Smorgasbord and, and Milksteak as if... <laughs> with his hand still, like, over his left eye, like, in askance. Should we do the same? I'm, I'm just going to close one of my ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, roll a yeah, yeah, D100, yeah. Aronas, uh, sorry, uh, Milksteak. This is going to be a comedy check to see if he has a good sense of humor or not. <laughs> one D... Sorry? D100. Just because I like him. Oh, with an 18, he says, okay, you short one and you huge one can come, but this one doesn't seem to be an employee of ours. <laughs> so I'm going to have okay. to ask you to get him to leave and then we can try and figure this out together. Oh, with an okay. 18 on your D100, by the way, he has very little sense of humor, basically none. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. He is uh, our our servant can wait outside, and we will. Who are you to deny my destiny? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got servant and destiny going at the same time. So I'm gonna say, ask her. You can roll a deception check, and uh, uh, and sorry, milk state can roll a religion check. 
Ooh. Okay. With a 12 deception from Asker and a 14 religion from uh, Milksteak, he says, No, listen. Uh, he's He's clearly not part of the will of the weave and he's clearly not an employee he has to leave listen i can i could use some help from the rest of you but he can't come it's against company policy okay we'll just whisper to him then okay you just you just leave we'll, we'll fill you in afterwards don't worry about it yeah um yeah i'm, I'm just gonna what well, i'm gonna do i'm just gonna move outside and turn into a beetle I'm gonna turn myself into a. Uh, I think I can turn into B or something. So I'll I'll just do that. <laughs> okay, you're gonna turn into a. No, bee. a wasp. A wasp. Okay, you're gonna turn into a wasp. Um, I'm gonna put a little symbol yeah. on your character so I remember that. Uh, what's an appropriate wasp symbol? Just a swarm of insect wasp. Yeah. Just fly up and sit on my shoulder or something then, because if you fly around, he's definitely going to yeah, notice yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to sting that motherfucker. <laughs> Can we please just find out first what he wants? <laughs> You're fucking yeah. everything up now. <laughs> okay, so he says, all right, now that the small one, the, oh, sorry, and he turns to ask her, the other small one is gone. I can tell you that I need to recover a very important prototype that I was developing for Many Things Incorporated. This should be somewhere where it's ended up. It might have been one that was sent here without my knowledge to be tested, because this is, as you know, part of our facility, and I have to get it back because I have to get them all back. It's not ready for public release yet. Oh, interesting. What, what, what is it? How can we help you find it? Uh, he looks sidelong at you and he says, I'm sure you'll see when we get there. It's small, uh, about rectangular. It's a small box. It looks like this. And he holds up his hands in a box shape. And while while he's doing that, one one of my wasps is just gonna be like buzzing around, like in a in and out around his head, just like <laughs> trying to distract him. <laughs> okay, he sort of moves his head and looks very surprised, even. And he swats his hand at you, so he's gonna do an unarmed strike. Uh, unarmed strike. There you go. Uh, so that's a thirteen. Does that hit? The AC um, of the wasp. One second. Where is the AC? Uh, 12. 12. So that does hit you. And that does a grand total of 15 damage, 7 bludgeoning, and 8 psychic. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that kills your wasp oh. form and you just spill yeah. out onto the ground. <laughs> and he says, What? What? I told you to get out! Get out! <laughs> <laughs> felt some uh, surprise and uh, like being upset like who did what oh no you didn't <laughs> you're saying that to whom about what to uh, to arunas as in oh how how could you you sneaky little Oh, I ought to... Okay. <laughs> In order to achieve anything or just as part of your role-playing development? <laughs> kind of... No, but just so that he doesn't think we knew like oh, this guy, okay. right? Yeah, he, he, seems so... to, he seems to believe you and seems to be focused on the, the halfling. 
this guy. Oh, dear. Damn it. I have to excuse my friend or servant or my friend's servant. Mm -hmm. He is is very special. Oh, I see. Uh, Well, I mean, this isn't really the time for it, but I I hope you get him the help that he needs. Uh, It's very very precious to us. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) We know that one copy of the prototype has ended up here. Maybe we sent it to be tested and we forgot the paperwork got lost. This is much easier to retrieve than some of the field retrievals, trust me. There's about, oh, five or six out in the wild, and I can share this with you now. We definitely need to get this one back. In the wrong hands, it could be catastrophic. Yeah, so it's of utmost importance then, isn't it? Yes. You would think Uh, that we could trust our own organization, but this branch of the uh, corporation is is not ready for this prototype. Is there a reason why you haven't consulted with the designer? Well, as I said, this is... uh, And he looks like searching for a metaphor, and he says, this is the production line. This is where we make our products. I work in research and development, where we test brand new products that aren't ready yet. So if I give that to the production line, suddenly we could end up with hundreds of copies of something that is incredibly unstable. Yes, but maybe he knows where it is, I mean. Maybe, maybe yeah, that's it. why I'm trying to go down there to the laboratory and find him. But, uh, and he starts kicking his foot kind of anxiously, I can't find the way in. The kid said it was down here, but I haven't found a way down. It's in this, this windmill somewhere. Okay. Well, I might, I might need to, 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 to give you some more bad news then. I'm, I'm going off on a bit of a. I'm doing a bit now. I'm sorry. So, um, uh, <laughs> uh, it, 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 we found some disturbing news about the designer, uh, and I feel like I can trust you enough now to, to, to share. We found uh, his partner down by the, uh, the big house down there. Uh, he had uh, uh, killed her and was in the process of cutting her head off as we approached and we uh, fought him but he escaped so we uh, came here to find him and bring him to justice (laughs) so bear in mind if we find him because we cannot trust a word out of that guy's mouth (laughs) okay Uh, Schwarzbund do you say or do anything during this speech uh, I just stand open mouth. I was just about to, to say something entirely different, so I'm, I'm stopped in my tracks. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in that case, he he looks at you and make a make a deception check. <laughs> oh man, roll roll well. That's okay. right. With a fourteen deception, he looks at you and <laughs> says, "Oh, uh, I see," and you get the look on his face that isn't really concern. It just seems more like uh, make an insight check. Actually, you as well, Schmorgasbotten. And you, Milkstake, can make an insight check as well to see if you sense the emotions through the wall of the windmill. <laughs> okay, we've got a 19 insight from Asker, 22 insight from Schmorgasbotten, and please be a natural 20. 
14 insight from Milkstake. Okay, so with a 19, Asker, you're confident that he doesn't seem that upset that one of his colleagues in a different department of many things incorporated has been killed by their partner. He seems like it's business as usual, just kind of uh, getting in the way of the, what he's trying to do. And with a 22, Schmogsborden, you notice that he seems almost a little not quite glad but like that's a load off his mind almost like he was dreading trying to interact with them and with a 14 from outside milk steak you hear <laughs> through the walls <laughs> gonna lie down by the somewhere <laughs> okay you're gonna yeah. have a little short rest is that what you're trying to say uh, right. yeah okay Cool. So you can roll your hit dice and you see the kids making a little game next to you being like, ring around the rosy, the design is dead and it is great. Um, okay, well this, you heal up. That's great. You get one of your uses of wild shape back, I think. What do you guys do on the inside of the windmill? Well, I guess... Uh, try and find a way down. Yeah, let's, uh, let's try and look for a way to get down there. Okay, make investigation like as he just sort of stands looking around with hands upraised in the universal sign for, where is it? Uh, okay, yeah, with a 15 and a 16 from Asker and Schmogus Borden, you notice that the central almost like shaft that rotates, that then turns a gear, that then turns the blades of the windmill, has a... Uh, like a loose board at the base of it, because this is all wood boards in here. And yeah, it has a loose board at the base of this rotating wooden shaft. Did you find anything? Uh, I mean, so, I've been here for uh, 20, I mean, 10 minutes. Uh, yep, yep, we found this loose board. So uh, why don't you go ahead and oh, pull it free? You have, excellent. You see him reach down and just lifts it up with one hand, not too much problems, and says, oh, I see. And he lifts up a couple more boards and there seems to be a little tunnel in there. And he jumps down. Hmm. You follow? Do we split up now then? Like, or, or should everyone else just follow us behind or do you want to loot the, the house? No, I'm, I'm, I might stay in a, in a town actually. Uh, because we're going to the laboratory around. where all the gadgets are, right? So that's where we were going anyway. Oh. Isn't, is that, that, where, isn't that what he's looking for? He's looking for something in the laboratory that... Yeah, yeah. yeah but he's looking for a way into the laboratory, right? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. so oh, no, just, I'm coming, though. Yeah, just follow us. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> maybe, maybe transform into something else, but... Don't attack him. <laughs> just walk behind us and like just pop out if if or go into other rooms when we get there if you need to. Yeah. For now, I think it's good to have him around, and if we need to stab him in, stab him in the back later, then we can do that. <laughs> cool. All right, let's. I'll, I'll uh, jump down and follow him. Mm -hmm. Cool. Everyone, leave their icons so I can copy it. And we got another map change. Okay, cool. So you see, you go through a little tunnel and it's quite dark and you can only see just the residual effects of the light that you were just in. 
giving you those like black and red splotches in your vision. As you transition to this dark tunnel, you go through for about, you got to crouch to go through it. You go through for about 60 seconds or so. And then you see a little bit of light and you see the hem of Galahad's robes ahead of you. And can you see anything? Uh, nope. I have dark vision. No, no, no. I mean, you can't see. Any oh, there we go. Finally. Hello, um, okay. You see the hem. Oh, you, for this map, you're going to have to zoom in all the way to like 250%. Everybody okay, I'm good with 2009 or 209. Okay, sweet. Um, awesome. So you see the hem of Galahad's robes and he's got his hand held up as he can see you coming through the tunnel and he's got his hand to his lips. What do you do? I uh, do my stealth crouch. Okay. And you, Schmogaspodden? Um, I'm going to also put my lips. <laughs> You're also going to put your hand to your lips in a just copy gesture? Yeah, basically. Okay. And uh, uh, Milksteak, what, what animal are you or how, how are you here? Uh, I'm a, a swarm of poisonous snakes okay. lurking in the shadow. Okay, your your snakes lurking in the shadows, cool. And you see, uh, so then I'm gonna need stealth checks from all of you as you watch his robes disappear out of view. We've got an eleven stealth check for Asker, a uh, nineteen for uh, Schmogus Borden, and now we're just waiting on Milkstick stealth. Uh, one second, no. snakes doesn't have its own stealth check. Uh, it's just dexterity, I think. Uh, uh, dexterity is quite high, so uh, okay. Uh, you got a six, so you basically hear a series of loud, echoing, hissing sounds from the little tunnel that you're in. You also see these two stone ramps leading up ahead of you to a metallic floor, and above you, it looks to be a factory metal roofed building, and it feels cold again like the warmth of the previous village you were in is gone. And uh, yeah, you don't see his robes anymore. You're just crouched in this little area. Uh, what do you do? Well, uh, sneak after where he, wherever he uh, left. Like, did he go down this way or that he, way? He went where, the way you're facing. He went to the right. So that would be west on the map. So that way. Yeah. Okay. And as, okay, as you come out there, you start to see a better view of the room and you notice an enormous creature all in armor Ooh. just sort of standing there looking uh imposing like it's scanning the area and it immediately focuses on you asker just as galahad is sneaking up behind it real crouched and monk style so in that case we are gonna roll initiative because it's seen ask it very clearly with an 11 stealth check he's just sort of like crouching and looking stealthy but actually quite loud it's one of those metal floors that go like clang, clang, clang. Uh, God damn it. Oh, man. How did he get a 19.8, a 9.18? What are you talking about? Oh, that's something uh, I've added to everybody's. Uh, it hasn't added to yours. But basically, if two people roll the same number on their initiative, uh, their okay. dexterity uh, score settles the difference. So it just saves me from having to do that separately. I see. Yeah, I made some optimizations. It also, when I roll things now, it rolls the damage as well, just in case it hits. So, Asker, as before we get to you, 
it's Galahad that gets a surprise attack on this thing because it was sneaking up behind it. And he was sneaking up behind it. So he is going to do a... Hmm, what's he going to do? Hmm. All right. He is going to do two unarmed strikes because he's a baller. Oh, with a 26, he, I believe, hits. Yes. He hits decidedly for 10 bludgeoning and 14 psychic damage. So nice. that appears to be effective, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So that means 24 damage. Oh, I'm running out of map space here. Cool. So he basically bludgeons him over the head with a with a fist and then tries to hit him again. Ooh, with a nine, this time he misses, slamming onto one of the hard armor plates and goes, ow, and starts to wring his hand up and down. So now it is Asker's turn. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast a level three lightning bolt. Ooh, lightning time. Lightning time. It's a time for lightning, mm. lightning Oof. time. Okay, so they need to make a dexterity DC 14 saving throw. And let's see how they do. Oof, the dex is not good. With a 13, they fail, taking 30 lightning damage. Oof, big attack. Oh, nice. So you see the metallic armor plates conduct the electricity up into the helmet of this huge, like, 10-foot-tall creature. <laughs> and it looks all <laughs> buzzed. Cool. I'll, I'll then uh, just run over a little bit over here. Mm -hmm. Cool. You move over to the southwest corner, and now it is the Shield Guardian's turn. And it is going to turn to Asker, who has done the most damage to it, and do a mighty leap down here, taking an attack of opportunity from Galahad as he is left in the dust. Ooh, with a 13, he misses, striking the large creature's metal rear end, and it makes another bong sound. And now it is going to try and attack Asker. Okay. okay, you also notice as it lands that a couple of the dents in its armor and the scorch marks from the metal like cinch themselves back together. It doesn't look like perfect, but it looks like it has repaired itself slightly. And it is going to try to hit you with its large fists. Does a 15 hit you? It does, yeah. Okay, that's 11 bludgeoning damage as it just comes down on your shoulder, like, staggering you. And then it is going to try and hit you again. Does a 12 hit you? No. Nice. Okay, this time it misses, slamming the ground, and you notice a huge <laughs> dent where its fist hit the metal ground and a metal <laughs> creaking sound. And that is Milksteak, the swarm of poisonous snakes turn. Should I reveal myself? <laughs> Or should I lurk in the shadows? <laughs> That's the question, question. Aranus asks himself every day. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, I might pass my turn. I'm I'm just gonna say in case you're gonna need my help. I'm gonna. Okay. You can hold an, You can hold shadows. an action. Like, is your action like bite or something? 
Yeah, it does bite. Or you can hold a dash action if uh, you want for something that happens. No, I'll, I'll, I'll hold bite okay. action. Cool. Then it is Galahad's turn. Galahad is going to do a mighty jump off of the railing. And it is going to... Or he is going to... Hmm, what does he want to do? Yeah, he... Do a matrix landing? Yeah, he actually jumps way higher than you expect, like 15 feet in the air, and lands right behind this creature with a mighty kick. And that is going to be an 11, except the kick misses its mark. He kicks again. This time he hits for 21 to hit, but doing 12 plus 14 damage, so 26 damage. Whew, that's a big kick. Ooh, nice. This guy's on our side. Yeah. Nice. Um, he feels very proud of himself and he says, stand back, I've got this. And you look around and he doesn't really seem like he's got this. Schmogus Borden's turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have any many massively powerful spells. I'm just going to have to go for the old moonbeam, I think. <laughs> the only ones I do have have got a, a wider um, area. So to attack everybody, I don't want to do that again. Well, what's the moonbeam uh, uh, description? Is it like a five foot beam or something like that? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's like five a feet. That's twenty foot range with a five feet. Beam. That's fine, actually. Um, so that would mean basically, that, that... I'm going to draw a little line for you that it goes down because this ca this icon is so big because this icon takes up four squares, whereas all you guys take up one. So that should be mm -hmm. that should be fine, really. All right, so he's got to make a DC fourteen Constitution save. His con is pretty good. Ooh, he makes it. Uh, so does that mean nothing happens? No, I think... Um, or he takes half damage, takes I should say. Takes half damage, yeah. Okay, so yeah, he takes yeah. half of 15, which is seven radiant damage. As you see, this beam of light causes his uh, armor to sparkle, but sparkle menacingly. Sweet. Is that the end of your turn? Now I'm going to leg it. Okay, now you're going to leg it. Where do you leg it to? Back here, like some... Okay, cool. Um, next up is Asker's turn. Okay, well... I am going to cast uh, Polymorph on him and Ooh. turn him into a, a, a little a little ducky. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, what save does he have to make? I think it's uh, Let's see here. Yeah, let's make a wisdom saving throw. Against what's your spell save DC? Uh, 14. Ooh, with a wisdom saving throw of 18, you see him start to sprout yellow feathers and then he like thrashes his arms up in the air and they all go flying and you rain down these little yellow feathers on your disappointed face. Yeah, <laughs> uh, would you like to all right. move? You're in melee range, so it's kind of uh, risky to move, but you could try bonus action, interact with an object or speak. No. I'm just going to shout yield and see if it works. Okay. Um, you can try a persuasion check. Oh, wow. With a 22, Ooh. you notice he, the shield guardian turns towards you and a little like uh, purple gem on its chest like lights up once in your direction. And then he looks at you for a sec. And then he goes back to what he was doing. But he, he registered it as, like, 
this is something I need to assess, you gather. But he didn't seem to then listen. He wasn't overly impressed, motherfucker. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Next up is... Okay, I'll... Yeah, I'll just hang hang tight after that. Next up is the Shield Guardian. Again, you see a couple of the dents and scorch marks start to heal themselves. Um, and I think if he starts his turn in the Moonbeam, doesn't something happen, Schmogasboden? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if that. So I don't know if the moon, I send it to the I send it to the thing. I'm not sure if it would have happened um, on the on the attack or if that that attack I just had would have been at the beginning of his turn. So I don't need to do it. But... Okay. Five foot radius, point within range. Enters the spells area for the first time on a... When the creature enters the spells area for the first time on a turn. Oh, I see. It starts its turn there. It is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. Half as much on a successful one. Fails, but also evinces the reverse to original form. Can use an action Don't quite to move understand the Okay, already. yeah. So it only would have, I think, taken the damage like you said on this turn. Oh, thank you. Okay. okay. Um. So, yeah, I think we'll say that's it, and we'll just remember next time on his turn is when the damage happens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. That means it's his turn. He already did that thing. He is going to turn around and try to hit Galahad because Galahad did such a big hit against him. Uh, that's a ten. That is likely not going to hit the AC. No, it does not. And then with his other fist, oh, natural 20, Ugh. doing, oh gosh, five, six, seven, 23 bludgeoning damage on Galahad's head. And you start to see a little bit of blood come down the side of Galahad's face. And he says, I, I got this, I, I do. And that is the end. You can do this all day. It's the end of the Shield Guardian's turn. That is Milk Steak the Snakes. Mm. I mean, as I see blood on Galahad's face, I, I just. It's all right. He can take another one <laughs> and just continue lurking. Uh, you see Galahad say, What are all those snakes doing on the floor? Oh, unless, uh, are you still in the shadows or are you literally there? Uh, no, I'm in other room. I'm just uh, sneaking around. Okay, in that case, uh, that might not happen. Roll, uh, sorry, his comment might not happen. Give me a dexterity check to see. Oh, you already did that. What was your roll? Uh, well, I did it when we entered the room. Should I do it yeah, again? Let's do it again just to, just to see. Ooh, with a six. Yeah, Galahad definitely says... Oh, don't focus on the snakes now, guys. This this is much more of a big concern. And he like looks up as he said this, as if to say <laughs> very big. And uh, that is milkstake. Is that the end of your turn? Just lurking. Yes. Okay. That is Galahad's turn. He is going to uh, do some 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 stuff. Uh, yeah, he's just gonna keep trying to wail on him. With a 10, that misses. With a 13, he looks weaker now as his punches just keep hitting the backside of this armored creature and he seems all tired. He says, Okay, I, I might not uh, have this. <sighs> Schmogus Bordenstern. Oh, man, I'm torn between curing his wounds 
Oh. <laughs> because he's he's badass. He, 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 his attacks are quite quite significant. Um, good outcomes, you know. We kill the big bad guy and introduce Arunas like the savior that comes in, and uh, we summoned him, and he approached and helped. So he is accepted. So we can just go on with this mission, or they both die and we loot them. But don't heal him. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, does anyone else need healing? As you know, I'm gonna, I think I'll do erupting Earth. So it's a 20 foot cube. Does that mean 20, not 20 feet cubed? But entire room, feet. bro. <laughs> if I do it, if I do it, uh, how do I draw shape? If I do it, um, here. cube. Show One, me. two, three, four. Yeah, you should be. Be able to fit the cube without hitting the yeah. yeah, you counted that's, that's... the cubes perfectly. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. So I'm gonna do um erupting earth in okay. that. What does it have to do? Choose a point, you know, a fountain of churned earth and stone erupts. Also known as erupting genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Dexterity saving throw against fourteen, nice. Okay, it's gonna make a 15 so it saves oh, so this thing seems enormous and nimble and it takes half damage still i think based on this thing yeah or half as much okay so instead of the 12 because that's 3d 12 or half as much yeah so he takes six bludgeoning damage as all these rocks erupt up from the ground but he's so heavy they barely like jostle him so that is gonna be minus Six and I'll draw. I think the it's difficult terrain now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, difficult terrain. Okay, so I'll do a little mm. actually. That block box is fine. Is that the end of Smorgasbord and Stone? You can say something, interact with an object, you can make like a loud take that announcement or <laughs> take a health potion or something. Um, I can't, I can't cast another health thing, can't that's another action. No, no, I'm just gonna stay around. Okay, ask us 10. Alright, um, I'll give it another lightning bolt. Smack. Ooh, DC 14 dexterity saving throw. Its dex is not good, it's been rolling really well. Ooh, 12, now it fails. Nice. So it takes 28 lightning yeah. damage, goodness Ooh, me. Nice. Well, I'll, 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 shout, I'll say, oh, what, I, what do I say? How do I say this? Like, milk, uh, milk steak! Uh, we need you! <laughs> 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 make a performance check. Just because it, it sounded like a performance and it would be funny. Okay, with an 11, uh, uh, you see Galahad turns to you and says, Who, Who's that? Focus! More lightning bolts! That was great! <laughs> and uh, that's the end of Asgur's turn, I assume? Okay, so the, the Shield Guardian is actually looking bloodied, it's looking damaged, and all the bits that keep repairing themselves, you can see they keep damaging and healing, but he's still more damaged overall. Like, he's not gaining back, it seems, as much as he's losing. But he still does repair some at the beginning of his turn, and he looks around kind of anxious now, and is going to swipe at Asker, the incredibly damaging... Ooh, 17, does that hit? Yeah. Okay, so that's 11 bludgeoning damage. Sweet. 
And then he's gonna try to hit you again. Oh, with a natural 20 for 17 bludgeoning damage. Oh. All right, so I'm, I'm down. Ooh, so you become like an unconscious pile on the ground as his fist slams down on you and we'll deal with death saving throws in a second. And you watch the, the eyes and the purple gem like scan around to deal with the next threat. And that is Milkstake's turn. You've watched, the snakes have watched from their many eyes Asker hit the ground with a, th- <laughs> a metallic thong. Um, um, well, I think it's time to to help him. So, think? Um, <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> I had enough of that snake jazz. Um, snake jazz okay. is the best jazz. Um, I'm gonna attack him. Where is my snake? Sorry, sorry, guys. I was completely not prepared. I was just chilling. <laughs> you were prepared to, to be. Pre- <laughs> you were just hanging out, you know, chilling. Um, I'm gonna bite him. Oh, okay. So the snakes are gonna slither over from the darkness and bite the shield guardian. Yes. Okay. So you bite for nine, and you see a whole swarm of twenty-five snakes just go. Click, 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 as their jaws clamp down on metal, having no effect with a nine. And so now the, the snakes are in the fray. Uh, so I'll say, like, next to Asker there. Is that what you're thinking? Uh, yeah, just behind. Uh, no, one second, I'm just going to move my character just like from here. Oh, okay. So yeah, let me put you, like, more exactly on a. Uh... Oh, he should have taken damage from Moonbeam. Can you roll Moonbeam again for me? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so that's 17. So he's no. going to make another, I think it was a con save? No, dexterity, no, con save? Yeah. Uh, constitution. What are you rolling? Fuck's sake. 15. So he saves, so he takes half of 17. Uh, so by one every time. 16 is 8. So he <laughs> takes 8. Um, cool. Sorry, I just forgot to do that last time. Um, so Milkstake, how much movement does the Swarm of Snakes have? Because you're moving through the difficult terrain filled with like spikes of earth everywhere. Oh, I totally forgot about it. It has 30 feet. Okay, so you could you could get there. That's not a problem. Cool. So you've tried to bite. Is there anything else you want to do? Uh, just piss on the creature. Okay, I've moved you just... Okay, you piss on the creature. It starts to rust very slowly. So I've moved you so you're out of the... I think you said hiss. Oh, hiss. I thought you just meant urinate. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, also make a performance check for me, Aranus. I mean, uh, Milkstick. As, as the snake, though. So the sna- that's charisma. Do a charisma check. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, charisma... Great minus four. Oh, okay. All right. With a ten, the you see Galahad clutching his injured arm, say, "Who are these valiant snakes that have come to, not really help, but come here? <laughs> <laughs> They're putting on a valiant performance." Okay, is that the end of Milkstake's turn? Yes. Okay, Galahad's turn. Uh, inspired by your sudden snake bravery, um, he is going to. Uh, he's going to hit him again. So that's an unarmed strike. 11 misses. He just keeps pummeling this thing's armor. But a 17 hits for a massive 
25 damage. Occasionally, he just gets these great hits in, and Galahad says, yes! And that is Smogus Bodden's turn. Okay, so... Uh, Aska, I think you need some reviving, don't you? Uh, I still have some death throws before that's uh, panic, so I think focus on killing that fucker first. Um, I would say, okay. just to give you guys a tip, because you haven't played D&D in a while or anything... When a character is making death saves, they're very vulnerable because if they get hit by anything, then they, they lose death saves. And if you roll like a natural one on a death save, then you lose two and then you're only one away from being dead. So you're in kind of a precarious position when you're, when you're making death saves. Yeah. And so well, you're, you're making death saves soon. Yeah, he'll make his now. first one after you. Yeah. I'm basically, uh, I'm basically okay. almost dead, yeah. Um, I think I should come and help then, right? Yeah, I mean, if you I've can. Got, I've got Cure Wounds. Uh, a creature you took uh, regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability. Uh, oh. when, you when you cast a spell, it'll give you all the things associated with it. Like, you don't have to do the math. So I think it'll do it for you. Okay. But if, if, if he it, does that, would I then come back? He, he, you would, but it's a touch spell, and I don't think he can get to you and cast the spell on the same turn. Oh, really? Didn't you say a creature you touch? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it'll take you more than 30 feet to get through the difficult terrain of the erupting earth <laughs> to then get to Asuka's side. So yeah. you'll have to use your action to make that extra it. distance. <laughs> well, what was that, you can Hoisted. Oh, no, no. Hard. <laughs> it's pretty funny, though. Um, so what, what do you do? It's going to moonbeam him. Oh no! You can you oh, can no, use your action. Already it's already, but that the damage he takes is on his turn. You can use your action to move the moonbeam, but there's no one else to move it to. Yeah, he's still there, isn't there? So, so there's no point. I'll keep the moonbeam there. Mechanically speaking, uh, if you want to be able to heal Yuka later, you could move to him now, but it'll just take your action to move there. I'll do that. So. Um... 5, 10, 15, 20. And then through here, is it like half? So that's like 30 already. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, but then you can use, so that'll, that's basically your movement, but now you can use your action yeah. to go another 30, which is 10, 20, 30. So you can basically get here, which is just close enough okay. to help uh, Asuka, which I is mean, there. range, but yeah, I think there. it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a good spot. Well done. And Asuka, give me a death saving throw, which is just a D20. I think it's just a roll. You don't add anything to it. Oh, with a natural one, you take two death save failures. Wow, it is potentially you know, yeah. Go on. I've I've lost all my HP a few times now, right? Yeah. But but I've only had to roll like four times, and two of those have been ones. Wow, that is <laughs> so bad. That is grim. So you see, basically, Schmorgasborden, as you're looking down, waiting for your opportunity to heal Asgar, a bit of blood just spits out onto the ground. <laughs> and now it is the Shield Guardian's turn. So again, you see the armor. He's looking pretty fucked up, but his armor repairs like a little bit, but he's still pretty not great. And he is going to turn to uh, Galahad and punch Galahad, or fist Galahad. Oh, with a 20, Galahad takes eight bludgeoning damage. And then another fist comes down on his head, 
Ooh, for 13 bludgeoning damage and more blood comes out of Galahad's mouth and he says, <coughs> maybe, maybe the snakes can help us. They seemed pretty brave. <laughs> and that is the end of the Shield Guardian's turn. That is Milkstake, the snake's turn. Okay. Um, so reverting back to form doesn't consume the action, no? Uh, it depends what level druid you are. I think to un I think, no, yeah, to drop wild shape is not an action. Yeah, I was I was reading about it now and doesn't say anything about it. it's just like turning consumes. So I'm gonna cast a uh, out, out of the shape. I'm gonna cast a cure wounds on. Um... Okay, so five. So you you have to move here though. So I'll move you. Do you see where I moved you? Well, yeah. Actually, you could is also. It, is it not range? It's touch. It's touch. touch. So yeah, you'd, it's touch. you'd probably be safer moving there because then you wouldn't get an attack of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. So you come back to life, Asko, with a <gasps> with five hit points. Uh, thank you. Brilliant. And then I'm going to turn myself back into. Oh, no. No, I'm not. I'm just going to take it like a man. I'm just going to stand there and, and flex. You see Galahad, whose turn it is, turns to you and says, What? How did you get in here? Oh, you you healed. You healed. That's that's very impressive. And then Galahad turns back to the shield guardian and he looks very exhausted at this point and he's going to try to hit him again. Ooh, yeah. With a 20, he does 9 plus 13 is... What is that? Why can't I do that? 22? Yeah, 22 damage. Oh, wow, this thing looks really messed up. And he's going to try to attack again. This time with a 15, he misses and he says, It's it's almost done. Then we can continue with our work. Please, we're so close. Smorgasbordenstern. Okay. I'm going to heal Asuka. I'm, I'm back alive, though. Don't worry about it. All right. Yeah, but you're on cool. five, Thank so you. technically you could die. Yeah, you're on five, quickly. yeah. Okay, so you now you have yeah. seven plus that. Nice, nice. You mm, touch. I'm at 12 health, boys. Nice. You watch the glow of health come back to Asker. Is there anything else you want to do, Schmogsborn? Uh, no, I'm good there. Cool. Asker's turn. You feel aliver than you did earlier. Aliver! Okay, so I am uh, all running out of spell slots, but I will cast a level two magic missile. Nice. How, how, why is it always so difficult for me? It's always using spell slot second or higher, so it's just the three then. Right? Uh, if you use a level one, then it's three darts. All oh, right, so level two is four. Yeah, cool. exactly. Okay. So one, two, three, four. Nice. How, how do you Nine, want him to meet his doom six. as you come back to life and suddenly kill him? <laughs> As I shout, I said yield, and then I shoot the magic missiles. They go uh, into his armor, up into like the helmet, and the helmet will start to like vibrate and start to glow. Them, and then he falls over with his head exploded. Nice. You see chunks of metal and gore on Galahad's face as he says, oh, "Nice." Well done. I thought we'd lost you there for a second. Galahad is clutching his bleeding arm and says. Oh, oh, you, you, snake, snake short person, 
You saved one of our employees. That can make you an honorary one-eyed Jack. And he taps you on the shoulder and he goes, ow. Don't touch me. <laughs> he just, calm down, dude. <laughs> he, he turns away and he says, the corporate life is not for everyone, but he's helped and the rules are what they are. He saved your life. Uh, and what are your names again? I'm Galahad, you're... Johnny. Johnny, okay, and you? And he turns to the enormous half-orc. Uh, Link. Clink? What? Link. Oh, and <laughs> you, uh, uh, short snake man? <laughs> they call me a snake bite on the streets. Okay, I, I can see why. <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to go start searching. Hopefully there's no more of those around. Uh, remember, we're looking for a small box that's black it's kind of this size and whatever you do don't open it it could be incredibly dangerous uh yeah okay okay um let's have a rummage around yeah let's okay uh make an investigation check and tell me where you look or how or whatever uh i mean I'll, like is that that's a that's a thing right that's uh, door. a door in the bottom left, yeah. There's also double doors in the south. They're kind of stylized doors, so I'll identify. There's a door in the southwest. There's double doors in the south, and there's two more doors on the east. And you see Galahad going over to those eastern doors. That looks like a Remember. kitchen. Oh, I'm, I'm going to check this door. You're going to check the southern yeah. double doors, Milksteak? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll stand shortly behind you... just to be... Prepared. You open the doors and you see an antechamber with two big winches on either side of two more double doors. And another winches? door. Winches? Oh, I love a good winch. <laughs> winches. And another door oh, okay. to the west. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just gonna continue towards the double door. Okay. And what did Schmogsborden want to do? I'm kind of investigating this kind of coggy area over here. Okay. Make an investigation check. <laughs> I've just added it. Oh, you did? Okay. With an 11, you see the dials and you don't really understand how they work. You look at the machine over to the side of you and it appears to be another sort of winch. And there's a gap below the winch. The winch is like 10, 12 feet up on the wall. And there's a gap underneath it that has less dust. Like something usually goes there, but it's not there. Hmm. All right, let's cut over to Asker and Milksteak. You wanted to go to the double doors that are through the double doors, right? Yeah. Okay. You yeah. open the double doors and the wind howls in your face and the temperature goes down by 30 degrees. And you suddenly see an entirely different space, more reminiscent of the one that you were in before you entered the village, but you're underground. It seems inconceivable that there could be snow down here. Right. Uh, I'm just gonna close the door straight away. Okay, you hear the wind <laughs> fade away. <laughs> well, let, let, let's wait with that for a second then. Okay. Yeah, is the door on the on the left here? Oh yeah, you can open that. Yeah. Cool. Inside, you see a bunch of tools on a desk and a small wooden container. Cool. Can I investigate if it's matching description of the... Um, you investigate. You find a bunch of tools like calipers, uh, hammers, some 
wooden shafts with some cuts on them like they're being prepared for something. Uh, you see some uh, blacksmith's tools, but nothing m matching a small box that Galahad was describing. Okay. I'll go up to the, uh, to, yeah, the door here. Okay. Through that door, you see a little uh, corridor ending in some boxes and sacks, and then a gap to the north of that corridor. And then you find yourself in a stairwell leading downwards. Oh, exciting. Okay. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, should we go and find like rendezvous with the others first before we go wandering into a fight or something? Oh, you yeah, also uh, see, Asuka, yeah. from that location, you notice there's stairs leading up to like a balcony and you notice another door up on top of the balcony. All right, I'll, I'll go up there then. Okay. Uh, inside that it, room. Um, hmm? What's up? Is there time for a short rest? That gives you your spells back, right? Because I'm out of, I'm pretty much out of spells. Uh, it doesn't give you your spells back. It gives you the things that recharge on a short rest, which for some druids is their wild shape, uh, that kind of thing. But the only way to replenish spell uh, okay. slots is with a long rest. Long rest. Cool. Um, you open the door, Asker, and inside you see a small office with papers on a desk and a very tasteful rug on the ground. I'll go in and have a look. Okay, make an investigation check. You're still a little cold from all the snowy wind that blew in through the double doors. Okay, yeah, with a 14 <laughs> investigation check, you find a variety of documents. They seem to be mentioning things like quota, 1,700 out of 1,800 likely to fill. And then they describe a bunch of numbers that seem to be like, C120, C130, and then an allocation of each of those quotas to go to each of those numbers. And it's all about, it's like a, a bit like an accountant's area, uh, but they mention items to fill quota and predicting whether they're going to make it or not. Okay. Um, can I find any, anything in this list that, that, that sort of, are there descriptions then of the things that they're listing? Um, that doesn't. Uh, they, it seems to be all like uh, codes. So, for example, uh, like a skew. That's that's a number that you see. So you see like SKU colon and then one one five B LL two C and then that will be in a column that goes next to one of the other core codes that are like six or seven that are C one seventy C one twenty four C one forty that sort of thing. Right. Uh, I feel like I failed an intelligence check because I don't really understand. But you're you're a tinkerer, I, so you would probably get the kind of you can do an intelligence check with advantage to because this is kind of numbers stuff. What did you have a further question? Oh wow! Yeah, with a twenty-two, you're confident that the SKUs are uh, products. SKU is, is what people use in the corporate trade to describe, like, if you sell hamburgers, your hamburger might be SKU1. And then if you sell a milkshake, that might be SKU2. And the the core codes, like C171, la, 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 those seem to be where these shipments are meant to, are meant to end up. Like, that's the destination, the way it seems to be arranged uh, in a sort of spreadsheet. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but I'll, I'll hold on to that because I'm guessing that might, if there's like a warehouse type thing at the basement down there or whatever, maybe we can find something. So I'll hold on to those documents then. Okay, you can add to your inventory uh, shipment documents or shipping documents. You hear Galahad rummaging in the room over to the right or to the east. Okay, shall we go and uh, see what he's up to? Okay. I'll go over there. He seems to be just rummaging through a bunch of barrels. He seems to have chucked on the ground things like sword blades without any hilts, dagger hilts, uh, a couple of wooden shafts, except much more, like the one you saw in the other room, spools of copper wire, axe heads, things like that. And he's just digging around and chucking everything everywhere. Hmm. Nothing box-shaped yet, then? No, no, I can't find anything. Have you found anything? Just, uh, stairs down. Got some stairs, some stairs, some skews, and, um, a, a gap in a bit of machinery that we need to put a p piece into. Oh, I see. That doesn't, oh, some stairs. Nothing particularly useful. Oh, maybe some stairs will be helpful. I can't find anything here. Cool. Let's get downstairs. Cool. All right. I will grab your icons. I'll remove this because he's no longer a swarm of snakes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just mm -hmm. stay where you missed are. Missed those days. You missed the snake days. Yeah. Everyone misses the snake days. I'm not sure I do actually. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's such a funny concept. Um, I meant, is it, do you get, are those like name labels getting in the way of you guys? Maybe I should tell They have them. one name label. I only see name label on myself. Oh, you don't see any others? Okay, then it's probably all right. Um, if you scroll down the map, then you'll see where you ended up. Oh, yeah. So you see a door oh, yeah. to your north and then some double doors to your east. It looks like I'm in two places at once. Oh, yeah. I probably just didn't bother removing you there, so I'll just do that now. Uh, okay. I'll just open this door to the, to the east. Okay. Uh, you open the door, and you immediately see another enormous shield guardian pacing a circular room around a giant well filled with green roiling liquid, and it smells like metal in there. And you watch the purple gem like blink at you, and he starts running towards you. Everybody needs to roll initiative. Oh, nice. Oh, how are we gonna do this? I love you. Just like, are... just kicked open the door. <laughs> it's like, let's see what's in here. <laughs> <laughs> My God, this is this is like D and D amateur hour. This this whole session, all of us. <laughs> Okay, so descending order. That means Galahad is the first to react. Um, he is going to turn to Milksteak and say, what, what, what happened? Did you see another one? I did indeed. Uh, one second, actually my role didn't went in. Oh, uh, okay. Just make sure your icon is selected and we can adjust it. Yeah. What was it? 
11? Uh, it was uh, 11, yeah. Okay. Uh, one sec. Just need to roll it again. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, let's 11. do another descending order. Roll, roll 11 as well. Amazing. Very yeah. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how do you respond to what Galahad said? Uh, I see a metal dude running to me. Oh, okay. All right. I, I can I can do this. I can do this. And he seems to be tele talking to himself more than you, really. Yeah. And he... Yeah, you go, buddy. You go. And you watch him gracefully go 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. And you see him hold his hands together and close his eyes. And you watch his hands start to glow as he holds them out towards the creature. Okay, so now he needs to make a saving throw, I believe. I was expecting more of an explanation. <coughs> Wisdom saving throw, that's it. Okay. I may Google Phantasmal Killer and I'll figure it out. I figured it out, but I just thought it would come up in the text. Um, all right, Wisdom saving throw against his DC, which is... What is this? 14. Okay. So, Wisdom saving throw. Oh, so he fails. So you watch this creature start looking from side to side as if it sees enemies everywhere and it looks very frightened and upset. And it is going to also take damage, I think. Uh, deepest fears, failed save, becomes frightened. At the end of the target's turns, before the spell ends, the target makes a wisdom saving throw or takes 4d10 psychic damage. On a successful save, the spell ends. Okay, all right. Oh, so, yeah, it shows 33. Yeah, so the damage, that only happens at the end of the target's turn. Okay, cool. Uh. Sweet, so that's the end of Galahad's turn, and now it is Schmorgus Borden's turn. What would he like to do? So I don't think any. I think it's gonna have to be. Well, I say that I want to do a wild shape, but I, I don't know how to kind of find what I can turn into. Uh, I'll send I you a link. Okay, I think I'm gonna become a. Um, I think I'm gonna become a black bear. Okay. Do you have the stats up on your screen? Yeah. Cool. Just keep the stats handy because you'll be once you transform, you'll be rolling with, with those stats rather than your normal ones. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've got a little symbol. And where do you move? You transform into a black bear. Asker and Milksteak watch hair sprout from every inch of your skin. <laughs> what do you do now? Uh, I'm going to now go and position myself so I can speed is 40 feet. Is, is speed 40 feet basically how far you can travel? Yeah, exactly. So that's 10 feet more than your other form. Cool. I'm going to go. I'm just going to place myself here. Nice. All right. Is that the end of your turn? Or you can use your action to go further? Or you're going to... I think it takes your action to wild shape because you're not a druid like him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's it. Cool. Next up is Milksteak's turn. Okay, I'm gonna cast a, a blight. A what now? 
I'm gonna cast a spell on him oh. called Blight. Ooh, I think, isn't that a touch spell? No, it's 30 feet, so I should be able... Oh, nice. Cool. Um, so you should be in range 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Well, not quite. One, if two, you move closer, three. you should be okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So he needs to make a constitution save yeah. against 13. He misses it, so he takes 41 necrotic damage. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> right. So you see these black thick vines erupt out of the ground and start like draining the color out of this creature and even after the vines have gone there's still like these black marks all over the armor does that have any lasting effects or is that just a one-time thing no it's just, it's just the one cool thing. nice ask his turn all right well i guess I'll, I'll run up so i can and then stand like here so now no one is in line of sight, right? I can't see. Yeah, that's fine. Where is everyone? Uh, oh, that one. Oh, okay, that's uh, because of the thing. I see. Yeah, the, the bear. Yeah. I didn't see the thing. Okay, so I'm gonna use because I have six sorcery points left, mm -hmm. and I can use all six to get a spell slot for another one back. Nice. Sorcerer which as means. Hell. So, so, so I'm gonna source the fuck out of this. Okay, so I'm gonna cast a le level four lightning bolt on him. Ooh, is that what level were you casting previously? Three. Oh Ooh. god damn it! Here right. we go. Ooh. So, jeez, wow. Dexterity saving throw coming at you. Ooh, with a six. Damn it! He succeeds, but still half of thirty-six lightning damage is, I want to say, eighteen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Nice. You watch yeah. the lightning yeah. crackle all over the armor, and immediately he looks, I mean, not in bad shape, but he definitely took damage from the hit, and he turns his glowing purple gem towards you and looks menacing. And it makes like a grinding sound with all the armor plates creaking over each other, like... And is that the end of your turn? It is, yeah. Okay, so the Guardian is going to... You watch it repair some of its minor wounds, and then it is going to strike out at, uh, I'm going to say, Milk Steak, because that was probably the biggest hit that it took. Come on, me, bro. It, biggest hit that it took easily. <laughs> and you watch its fist come down like a toy soldier on top of your head, maybe. With a 17, does that hit you? Nope. What's your armor class? 20. How do, what, what armor are you wearing again? I'm wearing a... Nice. Um, what was it? And your character can wear medium armor, armor can't it? Is I... that a... Yeah, yeah, it's so one of the, my proficiencies. Sweet, nice. All right, uh... so it clangs down on your shoulder pauldron and just glances off. Half blade, yeah. And then another... Oh, this time the fist misses by a long way, crushing the ground, <laughs> and you see a big divot in the metal ground. And you notice the green roiling smoking liquid in the middle jostles from side to side as it fist hits the ground. And that is Galahad's turn. And Galahad says, oh, so that's when the damage should have happened at the end of that guy's turn. So he's going to take the phantasmal killer damage, which was, where was that? 33. 33. Okay, sweet. So because he already failed that save because I rolled it ahead of time, didn't I? Yeah. So you watch, uh, basically, the damage happen as this creature looks 
worried from side to side and starts to get distracted by visions that only it can see. And that means it's Galahad's turn for Galahad's turn. Uh, I think it's concentration, so he has to concentrate. And then he's going to say, quick, while he's distracted. And he is going to come up on the this side and try to unarmed strike this thing. 17, that hits for 21 damage. Huge hit from uh, Galahad with a big fist right in the gap between two of its armor plates. Then the next hit misses as it misses that gap and you see him shake his hand again but recover quickly. Galahad says, all right, we've done this before. We can do it again. Schmorgisborden's turn. Okay, all right. I'm going to get close and I'm going to bite. Oh, yeah, the black bear is here. Yeah, you're in range. Where, oh, he's, where he's, you all, he's already close, right? Yeah, he's already totally. close. Okay, cool. So I'm going to bite and claw. Nice. Okay, with 11, you're, I was just impressed that you managed to send your attacks from a totally different character sheet. Um, I found it elsewhere. Your attacks like <laughs> scrape off the edge of the armor, but your bare teeth barely notice the damage, but it doesn't seem to have broken through its defenses. Do you want to do anything else like movement or try to talk in bear language to someone? Um, no, I'm just going to stay there. Okay, uh, Milksteak's turn. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, actually, no, wait, just before, um, just before. Um, Schmorgisborden, roll an in history, roll a history check for me. In your regular I feel form. like all my attacks are way underperformed. Under oh, with a natural 20. Oh. You look around <laughs> in your bare form, having not done much damage, so you just start to lose interest and glance around the room. <laughs> and you notice that these green... Uh, these green uh, lids are attached to pipes that run under the ground, and each pipe beneath each of these green lids seems to contain a different color of liquid, like orange liquid, purple, white, green. And you think, oh, that's strange. And your bare eyes just pick up all those colors. Mm, excellent. Cool. Uh, next up is... Pick your bare eyes. Yeah. I say bare eyes. Milk steak's turn. I'm gonna... Hmm. I might try to do the same spell again on him because we need to get rid of him quickly. So yeah. I'll cast. Yeah, I'm, I'm all out of juice now. Okay, Blight. So he's got to make a constitution saving throw. Oof, he fails. So he takes 25 oh, necrotic damage as more color just drains out geez, of every well. part of his physique and he looks to be on death's door for him. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yes. Ask his turn. Right. Another oh, level two mag magic missile. Oh. I've got one more level two spell slot. So let me see. So that is uh, four. I, I'll do. I'll roll instead of rolling them and I'm doing the math. The four d four plus four. Oof! Oh. Nice. How do you want this thing to meet its doom? Oh, I I want I want him to so he sees these magic missiles coming towards him, right? Yeah. But just before and then he he realizes he is about to die, which scares him so much 
that he's getting like a, whatever this creature's version of a stroke is. So before <laughs> the ma- missiles hit him, he just like, and then he tips over and the missiles fly over. <laughs> and the missiles just pepper the, the back wall, creating divots in the stone. Yeah, pretty and, much. and we are out of combat. Well done. Well done, everyone. Nice. Okay, now, nice. That all intense. And now, again, God damn it. I need. I really need a long rest at this point. Otherwise, I'm going yeah. to be absolutely useless. I can, I, can, I, can, I can use disguise myself and sleep. Sleep, <laughs> sleep the spell or sleep you need sleep? Sleep the spell. I can do that. But I mean, it's not really that useful. Otherwise, you're tapped. I'm pretty much out, yeah. I all right, feel I'll, like I'll... all of my spells and attacks are way underpowered compared to everyone else's. Everyone else is dealing like 25, 30 damage. I'm regularly just like 11. 20. I mean, I to be fair, I think I I high rolled that uh, first blight because first one was 41, the second one was only 25. 25 is still good, though, to be fair. I mean, yeah. 25, I'd be happy yes. with all my non Huh? I'm gonna you should, you should have, have the same spell as me. You should have access to Blight. Yeah, Druids have access to, I think, all the spells. It's just about which ones they are, I think, preparing. preparing. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. some nonsense. Like, I've got like, I need to have a real serious look at my spells next. I've got Hold Person, Gust of Wind, Spider Climb. <laughs> There's a nonsense that I'm never going to use. <laughs> Yeah, bark I mean... skins. I've had I've had bark skin since day one. I've never used it. Bark skin is just to uh, increase your defense if you feel like you're about to take a lot of. If the fight seems to be intimidating you. Yeah. Um, By the power of bark. <laughs> I want to remember that advert from the nineties. I want to be a tree. Um, so, you find yourself yeah. in this in this room, this bubbling green smoking liquid in the center, all these pipes with lids, different colored liquid inside the tubes, and huge valve mechanisms on the sides of the walls. What do you do? Take I'm a rest. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to gesture with my paws somehow, like do, do bare sign language that they're all different colored uh, kind of gas in all these pipes. Well, I, I'm going to say that I barely understand what he's saying. <laughs> That's true. You do barely understand. <laughs> and then I'm going to be like, you know what, sod this. I don't like this bear. I'm going to come out of the bear form. Okay, and then he comes out of bear form. I'm just, I'm just going to explain it to you in human language. Right. I don't, I don't know. Uh, what, what does this revelation mean? They're different colored. Uh, it's not necessarily a revelation. He just uh, was able to examine just, each of these tubes more closely. <laughs> right. I was, just, I was just showing off what kind of... Oh, actually, sorry. I forgot there. to guys, say... Guys, guys, guys. Do you know what I know? I, I forgot. Because <laughs> yeah. it was a history check, I, I, forgot the reason why, <laughs> I forgot the reason why I was doing that. It actually reminds you a lot of the, the style of glass manufacturing that you saw in the previous facility. You remember when you found that secret room and there were those glass tubes uh, little tube things oh, and yeah. you, you discovered that they were for controlling arcane flow rate and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah this looks like a similar manufacturing process to create these glass tubes okay uh well 
let's let's ask him like how are you feeling bro like the what was his name galahad how you how, how are you doing dude because i think I need, I need to sit down for a sec um he says yes uh i do as well if this is where i think it is i can lead us to somewhere to have a rest follow me cool and he leads you through this door into a corridor a very long corridor with lots of doors and he says from what I know of the reports of this place, this is the adept sleeping quarters. So these should be reasonable, but plain. Uh, everybody bar the doors and we'll regroup uh, once we've recovered. Sounds great. So he goes into this first one. So there, and you see that each one of them have like uh, little beds in them. I'll grab that bed. Oh, no, 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 not that bad. It looks like someone just left in it. I'll take that bad. Cool. Nice. Okay, so you all take a long rest. Is that the idea? That's, mm -hmm. that's the plan. Nice. Do you do anything before you do that? Bar the doors. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll say with Asker guiding everyone, because he's a tinkerer, you all do a pretty good job. And, uh, yeah, you can all take a long rest. Roll your... Sorry, you don't need to roll anything. You get your hit dice back, I think. And all your spell slots come back and all your abilities that uh, recharge per long rest and your hit points and stuff like that. Yeah, boy. Back to back to my former self now. Nice. Makes me uh, makes me a bit a bit bit happier wandering around these weird ass fucking hallways. With with big ass monsters. Yeah. Around every corner. Imagine us going down here without him. That would, it would get fucked up straight away. Does um, as you guys go to sleep, I imagine that uh, Milksteak is pining for the loss of his forest and his grandfather tree. But I don't know that much about the backstory. I can't remember. Ask us. You, I know you you ended up in that power station working for the orcs. But where did you come from before then? Do you miss loved ones? Uh, not really. Like I was a bit, bit of a low life game, make, making my way through by thieving and, oh, like uh, a street and, and, and orphan type a little character. Kind of, yeah. So I just ended up with those orcs because they gave me shelter and I could tinker with stuff and I didn't really need to steal anything until we murdered them because <laughs> we did that. Do you, you know. do you miss the uh, <laughs> do you miss the dumb? supervision of those orcs and your safety of being the intellectual superior or do you prefer this i don't i, I prefer this i don't miss it but i fondly remember reminisce you know <laughs> those dummies uh what about what about schmogas borden you've got debts that you're glad that you're escaped from but before then are there loved ones family backstory that you are missing at this point i feel like there was but i've almost uh i'm just reading up on it now uh, yeah, I'm from a from a humble social rank, and I'm destined for so much more. So I'm, I'm basically, I've left my, I've left my people behind, um, not because I'm better than them. It's just because they're they're more simple minded, and uh, okay. I sought greater adventures uh, than they ever dreamed of or even wanted to dream of. They just they were they were happy with their lot. Okay, and I'm that... like, so it kind of makes yeah. sense that you would then get into debt because you. Of trying so hard to prove that you're better than them that you rack, racked up a lot of debt and then <laughs> so you're still sticking to your guns basically even in this dangerous sort of situation on another plane presumably exactly this is still better than just kind of like you know being a chef 
for the rest of my life. <laughs> Imagine saying that to them, though. Like, no, 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 no. It's it's not it's not like I'm better than you. It's just that you're a bit simple. <laughs> nice. All right. So you you hear a knock on your door at what you assume to be seven a.m. and Galahad's voice saying, "Quick, we must continue the search before another robot arrives." I'll, uh, I'll jump up, open the door, jump out. I run to his door. Uh, ignore that I can see him and I'm not going to storm and I say hey quick we need to get up and 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 before be, before more shit happens I forgot what he said. okay ro <laughs> roll a d100 to see if his sense of humor has improved today <laughs> oh 100 100 on a d100 he says <laughs> that's true I am I am like that that was a good one that's me. That's what I do. <laughs> that was great. Wow, I, I've seen that like twice before. Um, okay, so the corridor to the east you see ends in a door and there's a bunch more doors on either side. And the way you came is sort of southwest from here. Well, do you know the facility, uh, gals? Where, 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 where would you recommend we start searching then? I just assumed there'd be a dormitory because of all the workers and the children need to be trained. I, I don't know much. I, I would say, yeah, we could try the end of the corridor. That might be where the supervisor is to keep an eye on them. Yeah, let's, let's check that out then. Okay. I'll open this door. Okay, you look inside and you see a kitchen. Kick it. Oh. Oh. You see sort of a kitchen. No sauerkraut. <laughs> well, have a look, make an investigation <laughs> check. Just remember, he might actually be from that other facility, so he might know, be aware of a sauerkraut incident. So let's not be too obvious. But... Okay, with a 22, you find no fewer than seven jars of pickled sauerkraut. I'll, I'll take one. Okay, you have one jar of pickled sauerkraut on your person. Brilliant. He says, uh, okay, we need, probably need to go through here, east. Hold on there. Is there a door? Uh, you can go yeah, through. You can go through there and south of that direction. You see more food storage. Uh. Hmm. Okay, let's go east. Okay, you go east and you see a rather nicely appointed bedroom with a desk, a double bed, and all that sort of thing, and another door south of it. And there's a bunch of uh, mm. um, drawers in the desk and a bunch of junk on the desk, like metal junk, a couple of notes. Yeah. I'll try to open the door okay. and leave thanks to ransack the place. Uh, you discover an ensuite bathroom. Oh. Mm. Okay, bro. Should we I'll, have a rummage around in this bedroom? Yeah, I'll, I'll check if there is anything on his desk. Okay, investigation check. What do you um, want to check, Smokers Boy? Uh, I'm going to look um, at this area here. Which is that? Try to double check. You hold down the click. Oh, there. Yeah. Okay. Make an investigation check and tell me what you're looking for and ask her what do you look for. The box. You're looking for the box that, that Galahad is searching for? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, natural 20. Um, okay, Asko, what do you do? 
Uh, I don't I don't feel like we need to be as many people here. That that's the door over there, right? What? I'm pinging in. Oh, sorry, I'm too zoomed in. Let me zoom out. Uh, where are you pinging? Oh yeah, that's a door. Just don't open that. It looks like it might be boxes and shit in there. Okay, uh, it is boxes and shit in there. You can make an investigation check if you want to look through it. I will. Okay. Then I will resolve all the investigation checks. Uh, <laughs> Shmogus Borden, you find in that stuff a small metal sphere about two inches across, studded with shards of red ceramic, maybe, material. And it has a little, like, circle that's currently gray on one side. And it feels kind of nice in your hand. And when you pick it up... Uh, because you investigated... Actually, do you pick it up? Yeah. Okay, you pick it up. As you pick it up, it sort of... It immediately... <laughs> the gray circle turns to like a white eye with a black dot on it, and it says, Oh, hello! Oh, you... Who, who are you? Do, do you need help with something? Um, yeah, yeah, I'd like you to help us find uh, a small rectangular box, please. Oh, I see. Okay. I'll be right back. I can, I can hear you, so keep going. Let me have a think about that. Okay, uh, and then we'll resolve Milkstake's search, which was a 22 investigation. And in one of the drawers of that desk, uh, Milkstake, you see a black box, roughly this size, you know, a couple of inches across. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you also can I see, open it? Uh, you see some notes on the desk, but you can... You can open the box if you want to. Inside are a series of cards, and on the front of the box, it says Maldini's Silver Pack. And Galahad looks over your shoulder and says, That's it! You found it! Yeah. And, and I opened it as well, so... Please, be careful! Don't take anything out of it! It's incredibly dangerous! Uh, well, I was already holding one stuff in my hand while he was saying that. <laughs> uh, you took something out? Okay. Roll yeah. a d13 for me. You can do it custom on the uh, on the thing. Roll d13. Uh, a seven. Okay. Uh, you take out a card and... Oh, what's the best? <laughs> well, I didn't hear the scream, but I want to know what Yukia says. Okay, you you take out uh, a card, and nothing nothing happens. It's fine. Okay, so on the front of the card is a key with a vine wrapped around it, and it says "New Identity" on the face of it. And as you draw the card, it disappears into dust. And nothing happens. And Galahad says, what, what card was it? What did it say on it? And I'll say, a new identity. <laughs> and nothing happens. And we'll resolve Asuka's one, and then we'll leave the session there, because you all discovered interesting shit. Um, Asuka's investigation was eight. So as you, open the closet, <laughs> as you open the closet and start rummaging around, you find a bucket um. and a... <laughs> A clipboard and a mop, and you feel as though you've discovered the janitor's closet. Okay, I'll, I'll take I'll take the bucket, and I'll run all the way over to the other guys with it. I'll I'll just burst into the room. Yeah. 
I'll be like, guys, I found the bucket. Found a bucket. <laughs> and you see Schwagersborden holding this like eye sphere that's like looking around and talking in a posh voice. And you see Milksteak holding a box of cards and Galahad with his hands out being like, no. And that's where we'll, that's where we'll end the session. Well, well done, guys. That was great. <laughs> that was really fun. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or any ideas that we should incorporate, things you want to hear more of, things you would like to hear less of, just let us know at the wrong hands podcast at gmail.com. So T H E W R O N G H A N D S P O D C A S T at gmail.com.